Hello, everyone. Welcome to Firmly Grounded, a podcast where young men talk about and pursue a firm foundation in God. In today's episode, we're discussing what it means to be firmly grounded in your faith and what that looks like in everyday life. But blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in him. They will be like a tree planted by the water that sends out its roots by the stream. It does not fear when heat comes. Its leaves are always green. It has no worries in a year of drought and never fails to bear fruit. And that's Jeremiah 17, 7 through 8. Welcome, guys, to the Friendly Grounded Podcast. I'm here with Eli. Hi. My name's Tim. We are still missing Caleb Holson. So we're we're still hanging out without him, sadly, but he'll be here shortly. Man, we had a blast on the, the first episode. Yeah, yeah, for sure. We yeah. just did it a little bit ago. It was our first time doing it together i i've been on a podcast before but i think it was eli's first time yeah did you have fun or was it kind of like yeah. it was i mean at first it was like kind of trying to get into the stride of everything yeah and then i find i was too though it yeah. wasn't uh, like it's just yeah. it's just a little different because you're there's a microphone in front of you and so yeah, your goal sure. is to have it's like a conversation that people are listening to yeah but there's a mic in front of you and there's like Somewhat of an outline, yeah, it's, but it's like a topical. It's kind of like you're trying to like keep with the notes, but you're like, I don't want to be too like la la la. la. Right, right. So, yeah. it's it is different, but no, we're we're excited to be with you guys again. Um, it's a lot of fun. Today we're gonna mainly focus our episode topic is gonna be uh, what it means to be firmly grounded. We just read out of Jeremiah seventeen seven through eight. We have some some points for today's episode that we just want to cover. I'll just give you. I believe there's four or so points that we're going to cover. The first one is how in that in that verse in that analogy, um, how the tree sends out its it sends its roots into the stream. We're going to talk about that. We'll talk about how. Um, it doesn't fear when heat comes. It doesn't worry in the year of drought. We all have seasons in our life that are maybe more plentiful than others. And um, that's also a spiritual kind of analogy as well in, in, in where we are with the Lord. And sometimes that happens. And then how the tree never fails to bear fruit. And so all these different examples and how that kind of relates to us, I guess, in our Christian walk. So yeah, yeah let's let's get into it, guys. It says the stream is God's word. Jesus says in John 7, 37 through 38, that on the last and greatest day of the festival, Jesus stood and said in a loud voice, let anyone who is thirsty come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as scripture has said, rivers of living water will flow from within them. So in the sense of the stream being God's word, what does that what do we think that means for us in when Jesus was saying that the rivers of living water will flow from within them? Like, what would that, that would be the verses, I guess. That would be God's word. And Yeah, I mean, well, if you're thinking rivers, if he is the river mm-hmm. and you have your roots in him and you're like grounded there and water's flowing from within you, I, sure. I, I see that as like, I am going and I am taking the knowledge and everything that the Holy Spirit has given me. Sure. I'm pouring into other people. Yeah. And I think, I mean, there's a different, there's a lot of different things in God's word that have multiple, multiple meanings or other things behind them. So I guess the best way to put it that maybe makes sense to other people is God will say he wants us to love others, right? Yeah. Well, there's a ton of things that are included in love in that 
in that attribute, in that character trait. Like when I love someone, I'm going to forgive them. When I yeah. love someone, I'm going to be patient with them. When I love mm -hmm. someone, you know, I might, I'm going to be honest with them at some point. So yeah. I want to be loving in that yeah. honesty. I don't want to be like hitting them over the head with a two by four, <laughs> Yeah. but I want to, I want to be gracious with them too. And all these different things. And so I find it really interesting in scripture that when Jesus asks the disciples to do something, or when he's talking to multitudes, mm -hmm. normally the things that he asks of them, they require multiple different things. They require yeah. patience and endurance and you yeah, know, like they require different attributes. All these different attributes, right? And joy and you know, just these different things that help you with that area. And so and I think we said it, yeah, we said it last episode where it's hard to preach something that you don't know or it's yeah. hard to share something. Yeah. I'm a Broncos fan. So like it's hard for me to talk yeah. about the Broncos if I don't know anything about them, right? Yeah, exactly. And so in the same sense, it's gonna be hard for me to talk about God's word and to share that with with other people, with you, with people, yeah. orphans, orphans and overseas or people in my church here, or my family members that don't know the Lord and stuff like that. So it's a hard thing to sometimes grasp and be like, well, man, it's hard to be a stream. Sometimes it's hard to be mm -hmm. like having that, that water flow out of you, and, of you yeah. and have like the spirit just work in your life. And like we said before, it all comes from the Lord. So, yeah. So like as a believer, we're supposed to be in God's word. We're supposed to be grounded in that. It, we find our identity in Christ and we see Christ through the stories and everything we find in the Bible. Right. So we need to be grounded in that and we need to be, to be getting our water. Like it doesn't say that we're supposed to be just flowing out into other people. I mean, that's, sure. that's part of it. Like we were talking about, that's an attribute of being this tree, mm -hmm. but you also need to be poured into. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There was a thing that we did. I mean, it was a retreat, I guess it wasn't really, yeah anything too crazy or anything different it was just a retreat that team missions did i think it was in september october september yeah, uh, i can't remember i can't One remember either months. but anyways the i guess the central theme around it was just to kind of get rejuvenated and just be a community and, a, and yeah. a family together the organization took all the staff and the students and everything volunteers and we interns. went out to interns yeah. and we went out to bradenton florida yeah. And we had like a, a nice retreat center complex that we rented out. And after coming off of, like we said earlier in the first episode, our main ministry is the summer. Summer teams, And yeah. so whenever we're doing that, it's kind of, you know, maybe energy is getting put into that. All these things, you're just being totally giving of your time and, and um, you're working hard. And so after a summer like that, you need to get, kind of refueled and ready to yeah. go again for the, for the next year and stuff and rejuvenated. Right. And so that's kind of what that retreat was for me, I guess. And that's kind of an yeah. example of just kind of being filled and being filled by the word and just being able to fellowship with other believers was, yeah, was really neat. So that's something I saw kind of when I was reading that, like, Oh man, we need yeah. that. And that was something good that I found that. We, yeah. And I mean, we're supposed to have time to rest and we're not just supposed to be working all the time. You definitely need time to just be rejuvenated. Yeah. But when it comes to our relationship with God, we're supposed to be in it all the time. Yeah. It's not something that we, like I check it in at the beginning of the summer and then I wear that. And then as soon as I get back, I just turn it off. Yeah. It's like just that, null and void as soon yeah, as the summer's exactly. over or as soon as you're back from that country or. Yeah. Being in God's word and being in his presence is something that I should be doing all the time. It's something that should be consistent. And it's, it's really supposed to be something that I enjoy. Like now being at Sojourner, mm -hmm. we have, half an hour of devos like we have on the summer mm -hmm. each morning. And so that's something we do every day. Yeah. So 
once you've been doing it for long enough, at first it's kind of hard to get into the groove of doing it. But right. eventually you really, really start. You want devotions it. to be something yeah. that you desire. And exactly. that's something that you prioritize like yeah. over whatever spike ball, feet, yeah. whatever our hobbies whatever, are in our yeah. life. Yeah. If whatever it's sports, if it's sports. arts, whatever music, mm -hmm. different things like that. Yeah. Did you, uh, I could think of when I think it was during, man, I'm trying to remember now. It was, I think it was at a church service where the pastor said his goal is that he wants to fall asleep at the end of his devotions or something like that. Like he, he wants to end his day with his Bible in his lap basically was the, yeah, yeah. was the main theme. And, uh, I thought that was really neat because obviously you don't want to pick up the Bible, go to bed and then just be like, Oh, okay. Fall asleep. Uh -huh. But he was, yeah. he was saying, you know, my goal is I want to get my reading in. I want my time with the Lord. Yeah. And like I basically want to start with my day with the Lord and then I want to end it with the Lord. And yeah. I want basically it to be the closest thing to me putting my eyes to rest. And yeah, like instead of ending it with whatever you're ending it with, I mean like watching TV or whatever. Right. I mean, not that that's wrong, but you just want to really be in that enough that it's something that you're going to prioritize that over something else that you could do. Sure. You find it more enjoyable to go read the word sure. than do whatever. And sometimes that is, for me, it's a, battle with fellowshipping with friends i'm an extrovert at heart and so when i'm thinking about like oh i want to go hang out with eli or i want to hang out with yeah. the sojourner bible school students or the staff those things can kind of get mended into the devotion quiet time with the lord as well like bible studies or yeah. different maybe community night gatherings here at the sojourner school of ministry um, that team missions has they have a community night every Thursday night that they do. Absolutely. And the students go to like the staff members' houses and go different places. And sometimes it's just quiet time and they just kind of are able to talk and kind of just process what the Lord's doing. And so all of those things can be done with other people. Yeah. It doesn't just need to be something you're doing by yourself. I yeah. think that's important because you yeah. need time to hear what the Lord's saying. But Exactly. Like your walk is, I mean, you have your own personal walk, but part of your walk is there's things that you may have struggle with or things that you don't see mm -hmm. that someone else does yeah and vice versa you may yeah. see that oh that person they do credit this but they might need to step up their game on that sure and so. counseling too like um I, like the lord puts people in our life to share their experiences like we were talking yeah. about in the first episode you know i can think of a lot of just prominent men in my life my dad my grandpa coaches when i was playing basketball youth leaders different people that their testimonies and their experiences just really were motivational to me. They were things that kind of helped me have a clear vision on my life and something that I can do. Yeah. And I think the Lord really used them. And so how am I supposed to get those experiences or learn from those examples if I'm not around people exactly. that are like-minded and are going mm -hmm. in the same direction as me in following Christ? So I think that's, I think that's huge. But I just wanted to make that point. Like sometimes... Most of the time, yes, we need to have that quiet time with the Lord each day and just be you and the Lord discussing, you know, your life, giving him praise, giving him your needs. But there are also times that, you know, it's very beneficial to be around other believers yeah. and to be around those minds together that are kind of collaborating in a sense in their walks. It's Definitely. it's pretty it's pretty cool. So, yeah. Yeah, the best chance the best chance of growth is in direct connection. The roots still have to grow go through the saturated soil, but they exist into the source itself. The Bible is essential to maintain a consistent and personal devotion time in God's word. It is important and edifying. Go ahead, sorry. No, oh, yeah, I was just saying we kind of talked about that a little bit already. Right. Yeah. Just to maintain that and make it part of your schedule, make it part of your day. And again, this is cliché, 
a lot of you guys probably hear this, you know, if you are going to church regularly or attending your youth group, they make it a big deal and they, they basically say like, Hey guys, this is important. And I found that my direction or my, even my attitude throughout the day, it's hindered when I don't have that, that time. And I'm able to, at the end of the day, after like maybe a day was a little harder than others, like look back and say like, Oh man, why was, why was I kind of a jerk today? Or yeah. Why was I rude to this person? Why did I snap like this? Yeah. Why am I maybe depressed? And it kind of sometimes I think, oh man, I didn't do my devotions today or I didn't yeah. prioritize that and maintain that consistency. Yeah. So yeah, you're dead on. It's the thing that needs to be important in our life and we need to want it. It is important and edifying to go to church and be taught his word. But if there comes a time where the churches are forced to close and Christians can't meet, it is of most importance to have the discipline of personal study with the Lord and the, his word. We were close to that whenever COVID stuff was going on and yeah. online churches and things of that nature. Like you didn't have any community or fellowship with other people. And so that moment was kind of, it kind of felt like a practice a little bit, kind of like a trial run yeah. of maybe what it's going to be like in the end times where maybe we can't meet because yeah. of government restrictions or we can't meet because, you know, something, you know, terrorists, group or something comes out and is attacking believers, which we know that that's going to happen. Jesus says that you guys are going to be hated because I'm, I was hated exactly. and you're going to be hated in my name and all these different things. So it is going to come and it's, there's going to be a time for that. Yeah. In one sense or another, those are all persecutions. You could say those yeah. are all trials that we're going to go through. Mm -hmm. Like during COVID, it, when your churches are shut down, well, I know myself not being able to go to my church and have the fellowship with the other sure. believers and everything. That was hard. Yeah. Persecution isn't only like you were talking about government shutdowns or whatever. It could be overseas. You see a bunch of wars going on, yeah. whatever that looks like. Persecution in that way where the, they're forced to be quiet about their faith. Sure. Well, we know that ultimately those are earthly things. That's not the end. That's mm. not the bad guy yeah. in that sense that's the devil we know that there's there's spiritual warfare going on so mm -hmm. really the persecution it could look like you being tired yeah if you woke up that morning and you were just so tired you didn't want to do your devotions well that's something that satan is going to be using he's going to be using your physical body to your physical get, imperfections right yeah exactly to get in the way of your relationship with god so sure. whatever tiny little thing that could be he's going to use that right no i totally agree yeah. And so that kind of leads, that leads us to our second point. It says the tree does not fear when heat comes. And that's, I believe that's part of verse eight, but it's in that passage. Yeah. You want to talk a little bit about that and how maybe the reasons why the tree doesn't fear when the heat comes and how maybe that applies to us and in, in our life. Yeah. So heat is often used to describe tribulation or mm -hmm troubles or things sure. we're going through like trials but ultimately that's not what we're looking to that's not yeah. what we're looking forward to we have a greater promise for people who don't have hope in christ when they see a trouble when they come through a trial they're just trying to get through it yeah like if they're trying to get to the next day yeah well for us we're not looking to what's happening right now sure. i mean in one sense we do but if we're going through a trial, we shouldn't be worried about that because Christ took care of that. Yeah. It's, that's a secondary issue. When I think trusting that on the other end of that trial or that tribulation or that fire, whatever it is in the moment, what's fire used for? It's for used for finding things. And on the end of it, we can just trust that if we are in the Lord and we're looking to him for sustainment and to just rejuvenate us, that at the, at the other end of it, we'll be better for it and we'll be more equipped for whatever's ahead. I know that in ministry... And I'm really excited for you to like see this too Yeah. with like leading teams on mission trips, like leading mission trips and stuff with, with these 
uh, young people that a lot of the experiences that I had in those trials that I went through, God ended up using using me and those experiences to speak to the other kids. Like in counseling, talking about maybe struggles of like lust or pornography or maybe struggling with kids that are struggling with depression or kids that are struggling with maybe abandonment issues. Like they just have a fear of abandonment and people leaving them. Those like are all things that I was like, oh man, I can, I can, I can be used for this. Like this yeah. kid has this problem, but I'm a prime example of God taking a total mess and a total wreck in that situation and just turning it around and getting me, getting me through it. And now I'm able to talk to them about that same, that same thing. Yeah, exactly. A lot of people, I feel like ask the question, well, I'm a good person. I'm a Christian. Sure. I'm a believer. Why am I going through this trial? Sure. And like you were saying, a lot of the time that's to prepare you to speak into someone else's life. We know Romans eight twenty eight. Yeah. God uses everything for a greater purpose. Right. It's moving towards an end goal. So when you go through an it trial, we know that we don't need to be worried about that because God has it in his plan. I'm going to be using that to grow someone else's faith or not necessarily. Sure. God's going to, he's going to refine me. When we go through those fires, it's like refining gold. You, you have to burn off. You have to heat it up and smelt away everything that's not pure. Mm -hmm. So I'll ask God, show me what I need to work on. Yeah. And when I'm tempted, that's when I know that's what I need to work on. Yeah. I don't need to be ashamed that I was tempted. I need to see God's highlighting that and saying, this is what your weakness is. Sure. That's what's tempting you. Sure. No, that's huge. And the refining, it's almost like, God, if it's so, if I'm so loved and valued, why are you going to put me through fire? Like, why are you going to yeah. put me through trials and tribulations? Yeah. And he does it because he loves us. And he gave us warning. He told us in James, I think it's in, I think it's either chapter one or chapter three, that there are going to be testings and there's going to be these different things yeah. and you're going to fall under trials and tribulations, but just lean on the Lord and focus on him entirely. And, uh, you know, I'll get you, I'll get you through it. So it's kind of crazy. This tree, this tree analogy, there's so many different parts of a tree, but there's mm -hmm. also so many different parts of us in our personal life and yeah. us as believers, as we walk through things. Yeah. So I'm, I'm just like thinking, I keep looking at this verse and thinking, wow, I, we really are like trees sometimes. And our end goal honestly is to be like that tree that's planted by the waters and its roots are extending out to people mm -hmm. uh, and we're able to be used and to affect other people's lives through the power of the Holy Spirit and through what Jesus did on the cross. And it's just really pretty stinking cool. Yeah. So our third point is another danger we see in our verse in Jeremiah, which is the drought. Our tree doesn't wither in the day of danger or mm -hmm. the day of drought. Yeah. So spiritual drought is a hard thing, right? So it can be caused by us retracting our own roots yeah. or even by other people cutting off that stream from us. Sure. Which, I mean, we see that actively throughout the world, like in China, when people weren't able to get Bibles. Well, and even in, I think in practical situations in just your life, maybe if, if a high school kid, yeah. is, if he's going to school and he was with this one friend group before mm. and then he gets saved you know, maybe that friend group then cuts him off because yeah. of this, this yeah. new, this new man that has been born and, you know, just the salvation, what that does and how Jesus works in people's lives. People see that and they're like, oh, well, he's not the same person that we used to know. Yeah. So it's like stuff like that too. For sure. There's a lot of things that happen that cut us off. If we had one friend group, like you're saying, and then we became Christians, were changed. And then that friend group ceases to want to be around us for whatever reason. Yeah. I mean, if you were close with them, that that can be a shaking thing. That can be a really right. big problem that 
we face because you think is this worth it if this is making me yeah lose exactly friends? like am exactly. i right you kind of lose your security in that you're losing your foundation in your practical your everyday world sure which is part of the importance of making god sure. every day but i think the cool thing about roots is that they're they extend they're extending out and reaching out mm-hmm. at you know I don't, I'm not a scientist. I don't know. I don't like <laughs> yeah. study trees, but I think the idea is like the roots that they reach out and they connect to something and then they're yeah. able to feed into that. Right. Mm-hmm. And so that's what we're supposed to do is we're kind of supposed to be like extending out ourselves out and reaching yeah. and that, that stream and that water that's coming through us. That's, that's God's word. And that's his love is supposed to kind of make contact with someone and then just kind of feed yeah. into them and be like, Hey, you know, ministering yeah, at exactly. whatever time. So, yeah. And that's, that's kind of where the importance of personal devotional time comes in because when you when you're cut off for whatever reason i mean it could be you just don't have contact you're on a road trip something i don't Mm -hmm. know you're camping when you just don't have contact with your friends your base in the word in christ and encouragement in that that's where we really need to be focusing on god and we need to be storing his word in our heart yeah that way it's always on our tongue we can always refer back to that sure because it's a good foundation which i think that leads kind of to the the fourth point when you when you were talking about getting um, getting yeah. like cut off from just, I guess people that are like-minded in Christ, but also yeah. even like God's word. And I think you said that too. And in extreme cases, yeah, we see that happening internationally mm-hmm. and it, it probably is going to come a day here in, in the States in America where we are, don't have access to Bibles yeah, exactly. and won't. And, yeah. and we're going to have to rely on those things that we learned in our personal devotions and having that, that mm-hmm. word in our hearts. And, you know, it's just kind of, it's kind of mind-boggling that there might there probably will be a time that yeah. it's going to come where we don't we don't have access to God's word. Um, those verses that we have in our hearts is going to be the thing that we rely on. Yeah, obviously with the Holy Spirit with the Lord. But yeah, and that I mean that's a big part of the program here at Teen Missions that we have devotions. We have half an hour of devotions every day. Mm-hmm. We memorize forty verses over the Aside summer. Aside from that, are different from. The, yeah. the personal devotions like it's a yeah. separate program in a exactly. sense of like yeah like we have our half an day. hour with god in the morning that's just your personal time you set that aside it's just like any other relationship you have to spend time with that but we also have the 40 verses that we learn throughout the summer you sure. one a day and you just memorize that and that's just a really good way to store it in your heart and it's not like a formula to holiness or something sure but that's just something that's we found really helpful with yeah. teens so we kind of talked about all four of our points. Uh, we talked about how we're supposed to be sending out our roots into the stream and just how we're mm-hmm. supposed to be grounded in the word with other people and relationships. Yeah. We talked about how we're not fearing the heat or the storm because those are things that we learn from and that we can grow in. Yeah. And then how the drought of worrying about or being cut off from the word, that's something that if we're really storing up the word in our heart, that we still have that and we can have that in our hearts and, that, and rely on that and that led to the fourth point yeah. of when we have that stored in our heart and we, we have that in our life mm-hmm. from before then now we're able to exactly be, because we have it we're able to kind of still dispute or not dispute it but disperse it there yeah. you go mm-hmm. out it. into to others and reach our reach our roots out and our branches yeah. and kind mm-hmm. of make those men so thank you guys for listening to the firmly grounded podcast in the next episode we will be discussing how to best discern between god's calling and our own desire You can catch Firmly Grounded at the following streaming platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Anchor. And follow us on our Instagram at Firmly Grounded Podcast. Blessings.